Hello, everybody. My name is Dion Morales, your host of the Gold Squadron Podcast. We're coming to you live from episode 244 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Marcel Cursantan Manzano. You tougher than uh, Chewbacca, is it? I don't know. We haven't seen them fight. Uh, Will Daimyo of a new palace, Pegwood. Tion, if you don't read that without the question marks, you're getting fed <laughs> to the Rancor. <laughs> Ryan, their bias against my droid, Stanazuski. Yeah, Dion's got all this new fancy live chat interaction where the chat can fly their ships on screen. And guess what ships aren't there? Droids. Not bias. yet. The first separatist ship I'll put on, fire spray. Let's continue. I hate so- you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, today we are focusing on the Las Vegas Open. It's happening here in a couple weeks. And uh, if you're plugged in with Fly Better... Maybe you've already heard of some of the rules that are being implemented for that that event. Essentially, to sum it all up, is they're taking their best guess at what standard is going to be and doing that with some of the announced uh, upcoming rule changes. So we're doing this for a couple of reasons. First is that we, as casters, need to start wrapping our head around this because we're going to be talking about it with you live there. And and second, I mean, it's it's essentially a uh, – today's a meta preview. It's taking a look at what are some lists that people might consider flying. And uh, we're going to go ahead and just give you the lowdown of the rules and all that. Thank you, gentlemen, for for uh, for putting that in our in our doc there. Um, but uh, let's let's go ahead and get started. Podcast is brought to you by our GSP patrons. Go to patreon.com slash gold squadron if you want to get some awesome swag. And uh, yeah, we got the pursuit squadron shipping out here as soon as I wrap up with galaxy shipping. Looking forward to seeing that in your hands. All right, so um, let's go ahead and start talking about LVO. Uh, Ryan, what are some of the what are some of the rules that are being implemented uh, when it comes to what can, what can I play? Black box only ship models. Let's clarify that that AMG's rule for that is if the model's been released, you can use any pilot for that modeled ship from any of the factions. So a really good example is the Scum Falcon and the Rebel Falcon have been re-released in Black Box. We have the uh, conversion kit for the Resistance, as we've gotten a long time ago. You can take those models and use them for your Resistance Falcons, and that is Black Box appropriate. Same thing with the Rebel ARC-170s. The ARC-170 is in the Republic, you have the cards and chits and the uh, pilots for the rebels. Go ahead and use those. As long as the model's there to represent that ship correctly, you can use it. All right. So that is uh, that's the first part. And then, Will, what about obstacles? What's the plan there? All right. With obstacles. They are going to be utilizing uh, some of the newer uh, rules that have yet to come out. 
Specifically, uh, when a ship executes a maneuver, if it moves through, overlaps an obstacle. Uh, but uh, if it overlaps a asteroid, it suffers an automatic damage. Uh, and then if it... Uh, then it'll roll one attack dice as well. So it gets the automatic and then a chance for additional. Uh, same thing with gas cloud, you get the automatic stress and then you get to roll for damage. Uh, specifically though, it's now on a hit or crit and then you would suffer one damage. Uh, and then in addition to all the new rules about gas clouds, um, if you haven't heard, they removed their evade conversion recently as well but in addition to that uh it remove the ship removes all lock tokens assigned to it then it gains one strain token and then also it rolls the dice and on a hit result it's an ion on a crit result it's three ions which would matter greatly if you're a medium or large ship so uh each one of them has an automatic effect and then a roll for effect as well. Um, though they do note important information uh, that uh, you cannot perform attacks while overlapping the above obstacles as well. So that is removed from debris clouds and gas clouds. You cannot shoot while you're overlapping them. Uh, in addition, ships do not skip their perform action step if you fully execute a maneuver through one of the obstacles. So if you are sitting right in front of a rock, five forward right over it, uh, you do not skip your perform action step. Uh, and then if you're dropping any obstacles like rigged cargo chute or spare parts canisters, uh, you do receive one stress and then you have a chance on a hit or crit uh, to gain a strain as well. So they actually removed the damage effect from those dropped obstacles. Uh, what is, oh man, I always forget. It's, elect it's electro chaffed cloud mm -hmm. is the new one that yep. you launch. Uh, that one will remain uh, the same. It has no, no difference in rules. Uh, though, I guess now that I read all this, to confirm, can you shoot on right cargo chutes, spare parts, canisters, and chaff clouds then? Yes, you can. They said yeah. important notes was the above. The so above. all the obstacles, the, the yeah. traditional asteroid debris cloud and gas cloud, those are the ones you can't shoot on. There, okay. uh, D and Ryan and the, any other judges there, I discussed that it would be extremely ridiculous and likely powerful if you could drop something on an opposing ship and you're just like, no, you can't shoot. <laughs> what that, that sounds really drastically good. Change the price of the <laughs> price up up up. Yeah, probably. Yeah, fair enough. All right, and then there was also a change to scoring uh, coming up. Uh, Marcel, you want to talk about that? Um, you talking about the region? Okay, so first of all, uh, base bone arm stocks up. That one ion's turning to three, more and more. more. It's, uh, it's all about days. It's all about that days. And also afterburners, you can afterburners or um, like sensitive, con not sensitive controls, like intuitive controls, is it? What is it? The one that the Jedi have, 
like boost off of a rock so if you don't quite make it all the way onto a rock just boost over it and you still get your fine controls yeah yeah it's one of those controls it's it's the the after maneuver actions that allow you to reposition off that are outside of the perform action step correct um all right anyway so we've got uh Something that's not complicated, and they already mentioned. So basically, no region above half points. Once you get half points, you're half points for the rest of the game. You cannot region above above that. And I, I will tell you, um, I I am taking. I think it was was it Ryan or Will's idea? I don't know who which one it is. But right now, I'm working on a reprint of uh, of our cards of a bunch of our cards that we've done in the past with a colored side and a gray, like a black and white side for so that the idea is that once you've been half, you flip it, and that's a signal for was that or was that Marcel's idea? Who's that? It was one of you three. Not mine. Gotta be my regen. I gotta know. Yeah. Okay. Gotta remember not to use it. Yeah. It so had to just, be Marcel. He's the only one that uses regen here, at least normally. So <laughs> as as a tool to to mark half points for that for for pilots that commonly regen, we're looking at at getting some of those cards reprinted and getting them into people's hands. So you have that as a tool uh, for. Uh, for <laughs> Is that. there a chance you're gonna get uh, Miranda in that list? We actually don't have Miranda art, so oh. I can't re I can't reprint what I don't got. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Is she even... You, you're going to go full black and white, or you're going to desaturate it? Uh, desaturate, like, um, similar... Uh, right now, the way I have them, they're not printed yet, so there's plenty There's plenty of, of room to go, like, adjustments that can be made. As of right now, it's kind of like a, um, like a sepia effect, almost. Um, but maybe desaturate, like removing some of the color is what you're thinking. I was just trying to make it more obvious. That's, that's kind of what I was, what I was thinking at one point. Can we get a half token to place next to our ship? Uh, while that sounds practical, just with the number of tokens, I would rather it not be token based. But. I think it I is kind of neat for it to be card-based, though. That's yeah. cool. Like, you flip it to the other side, and it's kind of a more either destroyed or mm-hmm. desaturated, war-torn look. Mm-hmm. So just, just try, trying to find tools to, to make it easy. And then with all of those obstacle changes, one of the one of the things to go along with that, of course, is that the tractor rule, the upcoming tractor rule, is also going to be a fact that you cannot tractor enemies onto obstacles to end up implementing that. And that's in that same vein of now uh, the, the rig cargo shoots and spare parts don't take away attacks. Uh, that, same, that same exact idea. And then, uh, because essentially this is their best guess at standard, there are some cards that have been um, basically declared extended only and won't be valid for this event. It's uh, it's a it's a list of what is that? Ten cards: Cassian Endor crew, Informant, Luke Skywalker Gunner, uh, the, the Flock Off Rock Prototype Droid Tri Fighter, Sense. Supreme Leader Snoke, Vimerati, Supernatural Reflexes, Precognitive Reflexes, and Static Discharge Veins. Ten cards that are not legal. So, 
today on our Discord, what I did was I, 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 I tagged everybody and said, hey, here is the list builder. Maybe you didn't realize it even existed. And said, hey, build us some, uh, build us some squads using these rules. What would you do? Because remember, like with those restrictions, that's a lot. That is a lot of things that are, are not available that you know th that instinctually you might be reaching for things that it's like nah you can't do it so uh let's go ahead we're gonna flip over to our our screen here so if you if you've seen the list builder the uh the updated list builder for this this is a a branch of uh of the yet another squad builder that uh, rathos put together for the event and uh, there you go a bunch of people brought got us some lists so we're going to go ahead and dig out uh some of those gentlemen you can feel free to just go grab ones that you like and uh and we'll just kind of go through the list here you know this using the right one because it has the giant yellow strip at the at the top all righty i'll take a stab at one uh this was wiki shepherds i believe I can send you that link mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. our Discord deal. So Ready. you don't have to scroll for it. Uh, okay, so. Well, let me get back to where I was looking at. So, Wookiee Shepard comes in uh, uh, with a description of what he's trying to do. Thank you very much uh, for adding uh, a little description. So, uh, explaining that uh, Terex in the side shuttle uh, cloaks around one, then feeds the three provocateurs actions. Most often they have focus evade and with the option to strain lock after they move. Uh, Terex can surprise decloak to move into a block or get a attack, uh, all at the same initiative as well, so they can freely move for blocks or acting from lower initiatives. Uh, plus, in addition, uh, there is a Hux crew uh, so multiple coordinates, coordinating at the same initiative, also very, very useful. So to break down the list, we got Agent Terex as described uh, with tactical officer, so he can equip Hux. Hux says uh, white coordinate, do two additional coordinates, but each of those three ships then must take the coordinate as a red action. And then the aforementioned cloaking device. Uh, because Terex can bring the illicits and then give them off to a ship. Um, but none of these interceptors. Oh, no, that would be too good. Uh, instead uh, of passing them off, he's going to keep that. So the interceptors are First Order Provocateurs. Those are the generics. Is there only one generic? Yeah, there's only one generic for that uh, ship. Uh, and they have Elusive for defensive rerolls. And then stealth device as well. So really going all in uh, to get that four evade, reroll, focus, and evade, uh, which uh, could be pretty powerful uh, at dodging shots. Um, I think we've seen a lot of this, like three provocateur plus something, uh, quite a bit. Normally, like Stradan or or uh, Tabson, something's like that. But shrinking that shuttle down into Agent Terex here. Uh, and I'm always baffled by these First Order provocateurs. Um, the first thing, I, I know it feels bad, but I'm ripping all those stealth devices off. Uh, 
Even with focus evade, I'm not sure that they're worth it, in my opinion. Uh, what I want instead is Pattern Analyzer. Uh, if you're already invested in Elusive Pattern Analyzer, such a natural uh, combination. Uh, now, it won't work with the... Uh, what do I say? Won't work with the coordinating. Um because you'll be doing like red moves and stuff. So um, we really can't put proud tradition on these guys because they're gonna be stressed all the time. So we cannot put proud on them because of the Hux coordinate. Uh, that's gonna give us nine points uh, to play with here. And I'm looking at some of those elicits. Um, I'm thinking overtuned modulators. Oh, wait, no, that doesn't work, does it? Because Hux, Hux stresses you, right? Why well, perform a white coordinate? You may treat it as red. Boo. Uh, and, and overtuned modulator says if you're not stressed. Uh, so let's see. What's some other good ones here? Uh, contraband cybernetics. That seems like a natural fit. Uh, and then maybe let's get some... Ooh, we have six points left. <sighs> tempting, tempting. I know Wookie Shepard uh, mentioned it was a defensive list, uh, but do you think it'd be worth it to try to get some like uh, buoys and targeting synchronizer and maybe uh, trade out those pattern analyzers for missiles? Should we be investing more in their offense? I, I, I like the buoys personally. You like the buoys? Let's get rid of those pattern analyzers then. Let's strap on some buoys and uh, targeting synchronizer. You can drop off that contraband then. We don't want Terex too, too expensive. So buoys and targeting synchronizer. So you can actually, uh, because they, Terex can engage first, he can grab the lock off the buoy and then use targeting synchronizer to give it to the friendlies here. And I'm probably just going to reach for concussion missiles, Dion. Ooh, I'm one point shy. Uh, let's go Magpulse then. So one Magpulse to try to strip the token and jam and deplete and do all that. Uh, then some concussion missiles to get the long range damage. Um, was, there, was there one other thing that came off so that they all had Magpulse or was it only meant to be two out of the three? No, I have. Oh, wait, let me look at your screen here. Oh, because I have targeting synchronizer. No, 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 no. Targeting synchronizer on Terex. Oh, you what am I doing? On the buoy carrier. There we go. So you got two points left over. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you guys this. Do you do you feel like long range missiles is worth it, or should we go for like cl cluster missiles and try to get some like close range damage? No, no thoughts. Nah, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I think one of the, one of the issues with uh, with the Thai BA, the the this is the initiative threes, threes, yeah, like. I mean, one thing to keep in mind is we know, or at least I tested a while ago, it was a much simpler version, but 
a Zai shuttle with Tarek's crew, not pilot. Granted, this pilot version, he's taking cloaking device for himself. Can't give it to either, either of the three other ships. Um, fits with three silencers, so we know silencers at base, generic, just better than Baron's. <laughs> it's true. Uh, than the first order provocateurs. Yeah. I would probably agree. At that 50 point, 50 point price point. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're probably better. All so right, maybe, so maybe it I, is stealth device then. I'm curious, you know, why, um, uh, this is Jason, I believe. Um, why, why reach for the provocateurs? Like, what about the format? Cause this is what I want. I want to, I want to guide the conversation back to the format. What about mm -hmm. the format do you think was the reason for reaching for provocateurs? Because this is, this is not an archetype that we've seen do well. Um, I would have to imagine lower ship count uh, would be a, a major factor, but maybe I think that's... going into more mods and the fact that it it does have, like Marcel mentioned before, like the Jedi has an after maneuver action that mm -hmm. it can take advantage of. Uh, but nowadays, like if you're going to obstacles with these rules, there are higher consequences. But if you're bringing uh, clouds or asteroids, you can still action over them. You just have to fully execute over them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's not really as much of a benefit. And on the cloud end of things, and this is probably something that a lot of people should be very wary of, I don't know how many predominantly or at least key featured pieces of small bases are going to be bringing clouds anymore. That ion's a big deal. Yes. Yeah. So, who who whose list is this again? This is Wookie Shepherd. Wookie Shepherd. Wookie Shepherd. So I played against something yesterday that's really similar. Mm -hmm. uh, difference being that uh, there was no. Oh, what happened? Reset. Okay. No, I just I just went back to the original. Oh, actually, this is probably the person I played against because this is exactly the way it was. Stealth device <laughs> and stealth devices. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably the same person I played against yesterday then. Uh, very fun close game. So, never mind. Let me ask you then, if you yeah. have uh, um, experience, uh, did did you have a lot of like disengaged and engagements, or were you just uh, knife no. fighting against these first orders I, the whole time? I, I I brought six ships and. Uh, the coordinating and all that didn't matter because everybody was bumped and actionless and four mm -hmm. dice. I mean, four green dice without actions still fail against six shots. So, um, true. So, yeah, I, I think it was more of a tactical mistake of jousting six ships, thinking like I got a bunch of tokens. You got right. a bunch of tokens in your first pass, but then after when things get messy, then you, that doesn't quite work that way, especially. Agent Terex doesn't move around. It doesn't. It's like you got those fast coordinators that you can just like. AP five has a lot of different ways to escape because it's a small base. Uh, medium bases have a hard time completing their maneuver to guarantee a coordinate. Yeah, I mean you got the cloaking device. I think that's one of the yeah. You the can decloak and then get a little far and and be somewhere yeah, unexpected. out one bank back in a little bit. Yeah, do something like that. I think uh, after after all of our analysis, I think that you're probably better off taking 
anything other than stealth device. I was trying to fit afterburners in on these ships, uh, but I don't know what to do with the remaining 12 points, though. Hmm. If we mm, just... Four-point missiles. The cluster missiles, I guess. Well, I mean, how about if you this? Got, if you got that many points of difference, you got to consider making one of those ships maybe either a different ship, like a better mm -hmm. silencer, or a better tie BA. Oh, like, oh, like, like a Von Rag or a... Uh, True, true. I mean, it, actually, yeah. if, if, if you want to help out the other type BA generics, if you can fit one of them being Von Reg with Magpulse missiles so that the incoming fire back at the lower initiative ones isn't as bad, it would be helpful. Uh, you you still see. got you got six points after that. So I got a yeah. question. With, um, Not bad. With, I know he's doing Agent Terex to get the cloaking device, but with Gideon Hask... Is there any synergy with Gideon Hask? Uh, it, it is Gideon, right? Yeah, yeah. Gideon Hask. It says, well, you're a friendly ship. at range 0-2 performs. If there's two dice, roll extra dice. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. To get additional actions, is there any benefit to using Gideon to so you, so basically you say, take... take the deplete for... Right. Yeah, take the deplete for a target lock, mm -hmm. focus, and then still shoot with three attack dice? Uh, the problem is that Gideon has to be damaged, though. So you're not going to be doing that right away. Well, you or a friendly ship, I mean. Again, oh, against the damaged defender. Damage so the defender has to be damaged. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Which, I mean, can happen. You just need to get to that point for it to be something that you, like, count on or do. Yeah. Yeah, I think I like throwing, uh, dropping the stealth devices and throwing uh, Major Von Reg in there. Get some initiative value. All right, well, let's, uh, let's continue here. I think, Marcel, you chose one of the, um, the Republic lists. So let's go ahead and take a peek here. This is from Hog Hunting, and we got... A Jedi Knight with Delta 7B Warthog with the Cluster Missiles, Ion Missiles, 7 Fleet Gunner, and then two ARC 170s. Uh, those are just the 104th Battalion Pilots. Those are the Initiative 2s. Yeah. So one of the things that um, quickly stands out to me is the lack of synergy between 7th Fleet Gunner and the Jedi Knight uh, with Delta 7. So, because uh, Seventh Fleet Gunner reads, while while another friendly ship performs a primary attack, if the defender is in your firing arc, you, you may spend a charge. If you do, the attacker rolls one additional die to a maximum of four. So at range one, the Jedi Knight is still rolling only... The Jedi Knight plus the 104 battalions are all rolling just four dice. You can't boost, off, boost up that shot. However, if you take the Delta 7 away and move it into a calibrated laser targeting. The calibrated laser targeting, the bullseye, adds a focus result after the attack. So you can essentially roll uh, three attack dice at range one, actually four attack dice, boost it up with seven fleet gunner to roll four attack dice at range one, add the focus result at the end, and then still have War, uh, not just Warthog, the Lat's ability, the um, Fire Convergence to reroll two of them. So basically, as long as you roll up, you have a focus on your Jedi. 
you can have a pro basically it's a never-ending pocket uh mm -hmm. you know it's four dice at range at range two and three and five dice at range one and uh it always sits i would even go as far as saying it makes sense because of that um you know because of that uh because of that taking another one of those arcs and just converting it to jedi as well um because you know if you can get it that's probably what i do and then th at that point you you have warthog that has a little bit more uh points to to put into it you can add well there's a couple of things you can do so let's do that first move them all to uh, you want to move these all to jedi is that what you're asking yeah yeah just just make them all jedi and somebody will have a procket you know with <laughs> three bullseyes rolling around um, before we go too far just out of like quick option here mm -hmm. with that 10 points you have that clt jedi knight can be mm -hmm. plo Koon. sure you're not protected by um warthog but your i5 already your mm -hmm. double reposition and actually plo Koon has pretty good synergy with seventh fleet gunner too um oh yeah and, because you can pull the yeah and i, and I don't if know need if warthog it. needs two missiles he's already pretty expensive he doesn't need it. any missiles <laughs> yeah you, you could drop all those missiles and i think that you that should allow you to make both of the arcs into the i3 arcs with dedicated which yep. could help plo Koon stay alive you could you could but we're gonna change it back to all jedi knights <laughs> oh sure yeah i just that tangent is no, something I, you look at you are 100 percent correct on that um if you're going for initiative I, I'm, I'm assuming he's going with the Warthog I, ability I, to keep him alive. Now, one one thing I want I want to go back with taking those missiles off. I will mm -hmm. say this is just like a, a a a question for for the player, but also kind of an observation. I feel like the Seventh Fleet gunner and the missiles on a on a lat platform are there. Um, what's, what's the word? They they, they go against each other. In, they're counterintuitive. That's exactly the word I was looking for because. Are you? Are, is it there for offense or is it a support piece? What's its job? Uh, because with that seven fleet gunner, assuming you're using it every turn, your weapons disabled the whole time. Yep. Correct. And it, it doesn't make sense. I mean, it, it's either going to be a ship that's going to shoot or a ship that's that's going to be there just to support. Um, and there's different things you can do. So with this, it leaves you 20 points. I mean, you've got a lot of, a lot of room to play with. You can go with foresight on all of these. Um, and the shot, if I'm not mistaken, let me read. Nope. Only primary attack. So you can, you put foresight on them just to get extra, extra attacks out there. You can do, uh, instead of foresight, you can do shatter shot, uh, which is basically trick shot that it's another way to add an additional die. So while you perform an attack, if the attack is obstructed by an obstacle defender at range zero, you may spend the force to add a focus uh, result. So that's another way to boost up and get a fourth or fifth attack that, I mean, a fourth or fifth die. So you can do that. Um, or you can just add uh, some a one of the nice... Plo Kloon is probably the best to Warthog. Uh, that way you can do a, a reinforce that's purple. And um, again, let's just kind of build it your own way with what you like. Uh, 
can, can I? I want to challenge you on something though. Sure. I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you on. If I go back to the to the, to the original, I mm-hmm. I agree with you on on most parts. So with the player going with seven B, would you? If we if we change that to calibrated, would you mm-hmm. would you say there's a possibility that that requires a higher skill floor? So then you are risking you're risking mm. the consistency for the potential. Like we you you're raising the ceiling, but you're also dropping the floor on the list uh, by some by making them all CLT. So I, I would I would argue that this list mm-hmm. minus the missiles because I, I agree they don't they I not not a fan there. Take those six points, do something else with them. Might have a higher floor. Um, I think you're right. If if I if you do take all of them to calibrate it, if you get rid of the arcs, however. If you keep the arcs and just change the um, the deltas, the one, if you go back to the original, yeah. If you keep that and just only change the delta seven to a calibrated, remove the clusters and ions. How many? How much does that do? Let me just see. Sixteen. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you can either do that. You can do what? A um, uh, couple things. You can do what? Ryan suggested, which is just beef up the Jedi Knight to to a named plural or something. Yeah, what is it? Oh, you can even go. I, yeah, you, I mean, you can do many things. Probably Ahsoka. So Ahsoka's probably. Uh, that way you can also get the coordinates in and stuff like that. But anyway, you can do something like that. Uh, and it also keeps keeps her at, keeps everybody at, at three. And then bring up the 104s to initiative three. And yeah, you can do something like that, and and just you know fill fill in the the blanks as you as, and it still gives you that 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 um that fire that that sustained firepower if you can't line up the bullseye. You only have to worry about one bullseye, and that bullseye can also be just a little beefier, more sport ship. It allows you to kill initiative two things more freely. Um, and again, you've got seven points to play with whether. It's it's throwing some crew on the. Um, actually, you have what did you say? It's the dedicated to get the rerolls in. You can throw dedicated on those arcs. Uh, actually, I'm a big fan of, of Wolfpack. If you're flying with the um, Arc 170s, that way you can guarantee you get some locks in there. Uh, you don't always have to rely on the convergence, and the arcs really don't care about getting that one strain. So there's 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 some things you can do with with, so, with it um, this way. Marcel, can I ask you now? Wrapping bringing it back around to LVO uh, and the new rules changes for it. Uh, this list with two arcs and a lat that's three medium base ships. What kind of obstacles are you bringing? Are you are you going for gas clouds? Uh, yeah, I think the only gas clouds. I mean, you're trying to hope that you. If you go over a gas cloud, you roll the one, and mm-hmm. it's just a freebie for the time. You know, not rolling a crit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think you. Ha- I think anytime you're flying any medium or large base ship, you're you're taking a gas cloud because it still it still provides the least amount of consequences for 
for what I you're mean, doing. I guess the other alternative would be something like tiny rocks, like the smallest rocks you can bring. Yeah, I mean, don't, that's another Don't hit the mustache. But, um, I know that I'm, I'm, I'm as a small base ship. The last thing I'm ringing is a gas cloud because the last thing I want is my... I, I'd rather get a damage than an ion because... How the tables have turned. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah I mean, I would much rather be like, yeah, I'll take two damage on a three agility ship than one ion because then, you know, your ship is going to be dead probably. Another thing to consider here, so w there, because we don't have the full rules or explanations how the uh, friendly bumping versus enemy bumping works, right now that's not a consideration yet. But in the in the LVO rules, um, Ryan and D, they basically did say, hey, if AMG publishes the rules, those are the rules, whatever it is. Up until the day before, which I'm assuming if they have an interview coming up that uh, th th there's a good there's a chance that they might come out before the event. Um, not surprised that these things are coinciding. But my one thing I'd be worried about with this list with the ARC 170s is you're carrying around three medium bases. You got to make sure that you're not bumping yourself. That's something that we see pretty often. So, yeah, eventually. Something to think about. Yeah. Something to possibly think about. All right. Let's see. Was it Will? Will gave us one already? Will, Ryan, you got one? Yeah, Ryan's up. Let me hit the mute button. All right, here. Yes, I do. I actually, it's going to be splicing two together, but they're they're basically the same archetype. I'm very interested in seeing uh, what people have, what... The, both these people have come up with um, both uh, Jorg Cass and King of Crows brought up this archetype of a Leia Falcon, two A wings, one of them at least Jake. Um, King of Crows went with Shara Bay, and Jorg Cass went with Wedge. And then the last ship, which for Jorg right here, put in K2SO, or King of Crows did Garvin Drea's. In either of these, it could also be Kyle Katarn with Moldy Crow. And I think we might have talked about this in a previous cast. Do we feel Kyle Katarn is as valuable if you do not have Jin Erso crew? Hmm. Uh, I would say it's the same in unless you have Hera in your squad. Hera is what brings the, the Jin Erso crew way up in value. Okay, yep. and then do we feel Garvandreas is worth it without Hera in the list in, in Rebels right now at all? Oh, yeah. So Gar Garvin, is, Garvin is good, but I think it depends on... Like, when we're looking at this one that, that, that Jorge sent us, what, what are you taking out for Garvin? Like, what, what, what are you swapping for? The K2SO U-Wing? So there's the K2SO U-Wing. As, as there, you could play around with... I mean, so there's there's one point left. You have up to 47 total points to work with. Um, in that point bracket, you could... Let's see. Moving, looking looking around a little bit here. Uh, which, which of the high-end A-wings? Both of them are too high for 47. 
Now, granted, that's if you're keeping stuff like Prockets. I, I have been toying around with something that deals with a Falcon and three other ships. Mm-hmm. And usually two of them are at least A-wings. Because uh, they're fast and they're cheap, proc- baby. Fast and cheap. Yeah. And they got killer yeah. abilities. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I I think um, and putting the last point, let's see, could be used for something like uh, either hopeful on K2SO in Hori's case, or could be compassion on Leia, or could be chopper crew on K2SO. Uh, I think the wedge with Predator is really good as a pocket ship that's really annoying to deal with. Jake has that little bit of spike damage when he does decide to go in on something, which is helpful for the list. It's You're trying to push... I mean, Leia can end game, but she's not the perfect end game ship, but she is a kiting, uh, consistent damage dealer. She wants to take locks or boost if necessary and utilize that force for the offense. So as you need some of the ships to mix mix things up a little bit, or if Leia gets jumped on, needs an escape route and let the other ships that are fast, like the A-Wings, be in a good spot to take advantage of chasing those ships that are now chasing Leia. Um, whether or not K2SO fits the bill in that, or Garvin, or Kyle, is kind of where you try and figure out which of those ships you would like more. Mm-hmm. King of Crows had opted instead of Wedge with Predator for the same cost, went with Shara Bay with Proton Rockets. Now, Shara's pilot ability doesn't work with Proton Rockets, but does still provide another element of spike damage and naturally fits in well with Jake already. It's their normally common partners. Is there anything, Will, Marcel, that you kind of feel stands out with some of the options that I mentioned? Anything I didn't mention? Uh, your your kind of thoughts between Shara or Wedge in something like this? Uh, I mean, if you have Jake, I actually prefer Shara. Uh, the The real question is, uh, I, I think Shara is better with the rear gun, and Wedge is better if you're not taking mm. that uh, vectored cannons. Uh, I think both of you are wrong i think if you're if you if you if you're not having all of these uh like multiple uh, they're all life four that's the only thing that that probably makes it you know no actually no it's k2 is a three yeah so get rid of edge it just uh the, the best a wing that's not the top two initiatives is definitely sabine um because yeah sabine ran uh, You're actually get... opting for triple A wing plus Leia, which I've looked at too. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, if you're keeping that list, you, you the question was between Wedge and Shara Bay. If you're oh, if you're, you're opting thinking for about... Sabine instead of those, yeah, yeah. If you're doing Wedge or Shara Bay, Sabine is way better than both um, because Sabine basically just stands on its own, goes in there, is always going to get a free evade, is always going to get a free hit on every attack as long as you keep her close by. Um, and you don't even need the predator at that point. Um, just throw, I don't know, just find somewhere else to, you know, find three points somewhere else to take advantage of it because Sabine is just a boss. She Maybe just a crack shot? That, that, that three points could actually easily be Falcon title on Leia. Leia becomes pretty tanky mm, so if she decides to when yep. you have an evade and a force. Now, what What about, okay, so, so obviously we like Sabine's ability, but what, 
what about the environment changing makes Sabine good? Because we haven't seen Sabine do anything in the A-Wing. Well, in this particular case, it's because you don't have enough points for Hera or Ahsoka. And without Hera or Ahsoka, the next best after those two is Jake. You already have Jake in the list. If you're, if you're going all the way down to Wedge, Wedge is really... I, mean, I don't know. Wedge... I remember Shara making my heart break. Ryan Stanazuski. Yeah, but the difference is that Shara <laughs> needs... Yeah, Shara, Shara needs support. Like, Shara doesn't really... Well, at, at yeah, least... Yeah, Jake and, 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 I mean, and there's multiple support ships here. I get it. Yeah. But but it's... Uh, Sabine just does so much on her by herself. It's just... When she's at uh, 35 range points one of in enemy arc though range that's, one. Only, that's only yeah but when she's in range two and range three she she's never a good priority target like they're gonna let her do her I'd own shoot thing her range two if she was there <laughs> i'm sure you would that's that shot that ain't going into jake leo or k2so though that's true but uh i mean with with this combination because we know jake is probably one of the best support pieces in rebels being that you're bringing another gun-capable ship in K2SO, Garvin, or Kyle, one of those three options, gives you something that could still shoot three dice and provide a level support to let Jake do prockets on his own at one point and then choose if you want to use Wedge or Shara to still support them without only relying on Jake, which is what I like. I There are some lists that I see people have Jake in a list, and then there's like two or three other ships that want support from Jake. Like, Jake can only help, like, technically can help two people in a turn, but then he's just kind of sitting there with nothing on himself. True that, true that. Ah! There we go. Alright, so now, one of the things I kind of want to, um... I kind of want to hit here before we hit another list is, I think before we leave today... Um, or maybe maybe we'll save this for next week. Is I think we need to do a a way too early faction rankings. Maybe we save that for next week um, because I'm I, I'm looking... in Puerto Rico next week. <laughs> All right, maybe the week after. Let's see, let's see. So LVO is LVO the week after. We're we back for that. So um, well, not on Monday. Are you going to be in Vegas on Monday, the twenty fourth? No, back Monday, right? Yeah, we fly. Yeah, I fly back Monday morning. I won't be there. I mean, right. I'll be back here by then. All right, cool. So the the Monday before, we'll do our way too early rankings. Because what, what I'm noticing, at least what we're pulling here, what people said they would bring or they um, you know, or they are bringing, that was basically what was posed. Like, if you are coming to the event or would be coming to the event, what would you bring? Is these, these lists uh, I, seem very different than what – had been performing in galaxies like there's little flashes of some of the stuff here and there uh, obviously everything isn't available but i'm i'm wondering like and what, I what's think... what's gonna be so for instance let's go let's go for, I, I, i'm jumping ahead two weeks i'm i'm, I'm thinking about uh, alex mogensen's list right mm -hmm. the galactic champions list his list literally is not possible in this format because you don't get an upsilon it hasn't been re released in second edition. I would guess it won't be for a long time because it's a big honking model. Um, like, I I want to know what's going to be at the top of the throne. The, our runner-up list won't be possible. Joel Springle, five Kirax fighter. You can't do it because that's not, not in the black box. So 
Like I'm 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 pumped. I don't know if you can tell. I'm I'm excited yeah. to see what is around the corner here. I, I, yeah, I think I, we're also just tonight. I think we're looking at lists that we find interesting and we want to dissect a little bit. Mm-hmm. But also, when I was going through there, I mean, I was seeing some stuff that was very, you know, very common before. Yeah. You know, like Vader and four Academy pilots or mm-hmm. uh, six and seven ship lists. I think there was one with um, what was it with with two Zealots. Yeah, there was one with two Zealots, two uh, Z95s with Threat Tracers, and mm-hmm. two A-Wings with um, uh, concussion missiles. So there's there's a lot of – there's just a lot of stuff that you can – Yeah, there's like – I, I went to the, the other Rebel list that I, I talked about with Valea and three other ships, two of them being A's, because – when I went through it, I already had set aside another tab, another rebel list that I assume will be one of the most popular archetypes, actually, that you will probably want to plan for, which is Hera B-Wing, Garvin X-Wing, Kyle with the Moldy Crow and Jin, and then whatever the, the last ship you want. You have, you have the, the major trio of, of token sharing, and the last one has, I think, developed into Wedge X-Wing at this point. Um, so, I mean, if archetype to prepare against rebel token sharing basically mm-hmm. i do i do agree let's say let's take a let's take a peek at this list this is a player who said this is uh this is what i'm placing not super interesting but what i'm planning on bringing let's take let's take a piece at this um uh, do, do i say their name or do i keep it secret did they put it themselves no it's an updated version of malware all right so commander malrus with uh, that ability, while a friendly ship at range 0 to 2 performs an attack, before the modified dice step, if it has one or more blank results, it must gain a strain to reroll one blank if possible with Prouch Edition. And then you got one, two, three, four of the Epsilon Squadron cadets. Those are the Initiative 1 TIE FO fighters. And you got just enough space left over to put in the Initiative 1 TIE Silencer. TIE Silencer. I mean, this this list seems super solid. One of the concerns going into this upcoming rule set was maybe we would see less swarms. But, I mean, this I, – I'm looking – scrolling through our list, I see quite a few five, six ships coming along. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on this list, Ryan? This was one of my extra tabs. So this was one I had potentially considered talking about. We just had brought it first order before. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great new take on malware. Uh, you can't fit all the cadets anymore because they're not 25 points anymore. They're 26. Uh, rip Bojo. Uh, but we have oh, Malrus. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on. Um, Malrus, as we know, is good with all those cadets. So it's only four this time. And the silencer. I, I think we actually have seen this specific build not build but this archetype with a little bit of points adjust points used elsewhere because there were more available mm-hmm. in a galaxies or a fight club qualifier once in the past do well but it was just once i just recall it happening i was like yeah a silencer instead of two cadets is pretty viable uh it's a great platform as we talked about earlier when comparing to the tibas uh if i were to make one adjustment is i would put sensitive controls on that silencer you're already I one. 
Why not be more maneuverable around those obstacles in the system phase where generally if you needed to park yourself in front of an obstacle to give yourself a little bit of coverage and then uh, make your opponent guessing air rolling out or boosting either way. I like that. Uh, I like that. That, that's a, that thing, is a, that's a small, small change that I think could make a huge difference. Now, is it worth dropping a, now this, this changes the list a bit because we've seen this archetype do well in the past, dropping a cadet, dropping proud tradition and make that silencer Kylo Ren himself. Yeah, this, this is... You go is... back to the Kylo 3 Cadets and Malrus. And you have one point for the brand new Sensor Scrambler, which is really good on Kylo as well. Yeah, I think you're... Cha it's nice. You're changing the list a lot. I'm just... Um... Oh, I know. I, I was getting nervous bring, of... Bring, yeah, bring I get nervous of that was Kylo fast. with Malrus, especially now that the target lock thing doesn't work anymore. Uh, you have to... You have to reroll. Even if you have a target lock, eh, just don't be in their arc. Yeah, yeah just stay away. <laughs> just don't be yeah, there, baby. Or get away from Malaris. Easy. All right, so that yeah, that's that's the list that that kind of caught my eye going through this. Now, Will, uh, Will and Ryan, uh, and myself, we're not playing in the event obviously will and i will be there uh casting and bringing you guys that those games live super excited but um will if you were playing in this event what what would you what would you be leaning towards maybe you don't have a whole list but something that tickles your fancy just a little bit um i've been working through my uh yeah, apparently you could do a lot of factions, but I four or five ship list that's all I five or higher. Plus, they all need a way to roll three attack dice from long range. I'm not talking about range one. Mm -hmm. um, we saw it in, uh, I believe it was Alderaan. Uh, may have been the one right before it, but. In Scum, you can do it with Nim, uh, Talonbane, Old T, and Cavill. Uh, you get, uh, so basically ends up being a salad, but everybody has a way to shoot uh, a four dice range one attack. Cavill's utilizing his dorsal turret there. And then uh, can also just bring in like an ion missile. Nim's got just a simple bomblet generator. And you could really uh, compact in these uh, these ships to where <laughs> compact's not the right word, but what I'm trying to get as is that uh, that seems to be for me about the right balance of I'm not quite an alpha uh, or wait I was saying I'm not not an alpha I am an alpha, but I'm also like thick jousty ships as well. You're right. a thick alpha. I'm a thick alpha. Yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> um, and I think that, so like, I think that is very interesting to me right now. I've, I'm working through all the factions. You can do it in Rebels. It's super easy in Rebels. Yeah. But the, uh, Does the black the, box hurt scum? But, the scum yeah, version? Because, 
Uh, oh, I, I can't, can't get the Skurg, though. You're right. Or I would have to get or or the Kyrax, yeah. yeah. Okay. Just, well, yeah. then I would fly it the Rebel version of it, which would be, I don't know. Pick, take take your picks. Yeah, there's Thane, there's Wedge, plenty. And Hera. Start with Thane, Wedge, and Hera, then add, add in your three attack dice ship of your choice, whether it's Gina or uh, you can go Nora in the Y Wing as well. Uh, Nora in the Ark. I think it's really good too. You I, I think you can squeeze it in that list, but it, it gets pretty. It gets pretty close. It gets tight. What yeah, about real you? Tight. What about you, Ryan? If you if you were making the trip, uh, what what would you be looking at? Um, I would first look at a droid swarm, and then probably rethink my life decisions, <laughs> and then I don't know. I not that I'm not not that I'm against it or, or think they wouldn't do well. Um. I'd probably plan a list that I think would do okay at LVO, but gets me on the right track of a list that I would even consider in scenario plane objectives. Something that um, I could use past LVO and uh, get used to something. Hey, if this works here, might even work better if I'm already planning on it. Something that can work in scenario plane. Yeah, I mean, um, we got L- we got uh, we got LVO now. Uh, crossroads, right? You know, then that would be that would be an opportunity to um, uh, to to use a list like that again, or yeah. some some so event I, in February. Yeah, I think something that also kind of works well in this seemingly token stacking meta um, is auto damage is good and denying token stacks is good, and an end game piece is good. So I think I'd probably take what I was using in the. Uh, crate cup team online event which was kylo silencer grudge and two fo bombers the two fombers utilizing the electro chaff clouds uh both proxy mines and then grudge with bomblets kylo with the se- with the sensitive controls and sensor scrambler worked well so far uh putting those chaff clouds in front of anything that wants a token stack just they just either have to move somewhere else or deal with it works pretty well the fo bomber is one of the best uh chassis to shoot out those chaff clouds because they have the system phase reposition so i'd probably stick with it and see how it goes see if it would work in that going forward since it had done well for me in the crake up online event see how well it would do in person all right and now marcel i know that you are playing you do have secrets do you want to share them do you want to Tell us approximately the rabbit hole you have gone down. Yeah. No pressure. Um, no, nah, and I don't care. I mean, people can use the same lists. They just have to do it better than me. Oh, um, got him. All right. I'm just saying. Like, uh, I've, I've never been a fan of, like, oh, I'm going to hide my list. Um, anyway. so I'm, he, he ain't calling uh, anybody out, by the way. He ain't calling anybody out. Unless you took offense to it, then it was... <laughs> <laughs> then it's it's probably you. Um, anyway, so I'm 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 at three lists that I'm enjoying a lot right now, uh, and they uh, one of them is kind of an, an old archetype that I've been using for a while. It's wedge with afterburners and proton torpedoes. Uh, Hera A wing with prockets. Jake with prockets, and then. Uh, the saying goodbye to Arvel and Intimidation, because Intimidation won't be there anymore. So it's Arvel and Intimidation, Jake with Prockets, and 
Uh, basically, Hera is going to have focus of Ada return. Uh, Wedge is base. Uh, yeah, if you've got if you're running to a um, what what is that? Uh, Defender Vader or anything else? It's just Wedge with a a proton torpedo and a uh, boost proton torpedo focus and evade available is 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 pretty mean. Um, not that easy to take out. So that's one. Uh, that's that's one of the ones that I've been playing with. Another one is um, a six ship Empire Swarm, uh, Nash, three Tie Interceptors, uh, Initiative One, Wampa, and then a Baron with Tracer missiles. Basically, the Baron gives everyone locks, and and if any of them get killed, uh, who cares? You got Nash. Um, that one is that one's probably the most fun because sensitive controls on a bunch of little. Tie Interceptors is a, is a lot of fun. And I've also actually been enjoying a super, super, super fat Bosk. Ooh, like an 80-something right. point Bosk. Oh. Uh, How so many toys? It, all of them. Uh, everything. Zam, uh, Contraband, Cutthroat, uh, Uncar Plut, so that I bump in action and all kinds of stuff, right? All, all the fun stuff. Hall upgrade uh, to drive you nuts. And then uh, paired with four uh, TIE Fighters, uh, just generic I-1 TIE Fighters, and Captain Seavor. So five TIE Fighters all together. Um, new obstacle rocks, who cares? So I'm just going to fly over them anyway. And it's essentially five TIE Fighters and try to get behind Bosk when you have five TIE Fighters in front of you. And if you want to shoot Bosk, okay, you got five TIE Fighters shooting you. If you don't want to shoot Bosk and you want to kill the TIE Fighters, okay, you're just giving me... It's just a lot of fun things that you can do. Like, it turns out if if they pop a TIE Fighter, you can bring back Contraband. You can uh, recharge your Greedo to shoot again at the end of the turn or when they shoot you. Wait, you have, you you can... have named TIE Fighters? Yeah. Seaboard. You have six named TIE Fighters? No, no. It, it, the Cutthroat only works with named. No, I don't. You have to be named or cutthroat, just oh, like okay. discipline, just like hopeful. Oh, I've been cheating then, though. A whole lot. I bet you have. I probably <laughs> have. Yeah. So, classic Marcel. Yeah, you ain't trying. If you ain't cheating, ask you ain't for trying forgiveness. Hard for the permission. <laughs> well, another friendly ship zero three destroyed that is limited or cutthroat. Okay. Limited. Yeah, we don't yeah. use the word generics around here. That's offensive. Nah, that's not generic. <laughs> There's, 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 uh, again, out of 80 something points, there's something I can do to, to make it, to make it work anyway. Um, so that changes a little bit, but not too much. Uh, I'll just put those two points somewhere else probably. But, um, yeah, anyway, so that, that answer your question. So I've been playing mm -hmm. with a couple six ship lists and a, uh initiative six alpha strike um there's a bunch of other stuff too uh, and also i've been doing like some of the lvo games like people go out uh -huh. and look looking for games yeah uh and doing the lvo stuff and seeing some of the other people's lists um and some some very creative and fun stuff so i i, I think the excitement is 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 good like to be excited about it yeah um there's there's a lot of fun stuff, and I think some of the upgrades have really gone up. You know, collision detector, much better now. 
Oh my goodness. Uh, anything that, again, the, those TIE fighters are, are really good. Um, now, a quick pieces now, sensitive a, controls. A quick note about your, your list, Marcel. So for this event, for LVO, unless AMG releases the full rule set and the points before the event, Intimidation Arvel does is legal. It is now. They, right. They, as of now, it is legal. That's why I said it right. would be like it's last hurrah. So yeah, this is this is the last ride for intimidation for anybody out out there who wants to uh, wants to give it a go. All right, and, and you see that's why it's good not to keep it close to the chest because then you show up tournament morning and he's like, wait, you tell me this this list doesn't work. So, <laughs> so there you go. Don't don't keep it close to the chest. It'll 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 bite you in the butt. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, we are uh, – oh, man. I, I, I'm excited because this it's, – it's essentially – LVO to me is like the beginning of the next season, right? It's the, the beginning of the next season of X-Wing. Um, you know, like Jank Tank is just kind of ridiculous. Ridiculous wing, right? It's like let's just be uh, – we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be ridiculous while we wait for the season to start. Uh, it's, it's pregame bar, uh, you know, what am I, what am I trying to say? Spring training and, uh, LVO starts and we, we get things really rolling. Um, yeah, well, I'm excited. Like w my goal is to bring you guys live at least, at least, um, one event a month is, is my goal. April is always tough. Cause that's my, my family's birthdays are my wife and my daughter. So we'll, we'll see what ends up happening. Um, but yeah, we will, we'll have to wait and see. Is there besides the people? Cause that's an easy answer. And I know that we're, we're excited to, to be around, you know, our X-Wing folk there. Um, you know, what is, is there anything else about, the the competitive side the competition uh that you're you're excited for you said beside the competition no beside besides the people besides being like i'm excited to see the people in, in like what about the competitions got you pumped what do you got i think it's the just the uh, first large scale tournament that that we'll be playing and it'll be the first tournament um yeah it'll be the first large-scale tournament that we're traveling to in two years uh which also happens to be the very last tournament that i participated in before uh it was like right at lvo was on, on the flight back where stuff was starting to come about mm -hmm. um so i'm just excited to just just get back to the mix i'm actually not not super um I don't usually I, I, I go into tournaments like with a certain expectation feeling like, yeah, I feel pretty confident about this. I actually don't know. I'm, I'm coming into this like flying something completely weird. So I'm not I don't know. I don't have any like like dreams of grandeur for this one. Oh, OK, I'll, I'll, I'll do I'll do how you know, I'll do how I do. It, it, it is what it is. It's just um, excited to to just. See how see how it goes like I have no idea how it's going to go. Yeah, you get to play six competitive games of X-Wing, assuming you play all the Swiss. Um, yeah. 
and see what happens. See what happens. I know for me, there is, and and you know, Will, you've done a, done a lot of in person commentary with me, like, and and there is something about being able to see the body language of a player on stream like when when you when you have those like tense moments you know things are about to go down there's something about that that just it, it raises the the intensity the excitement about you know for those moments oh yeah i mean we project the energy for our online tournaments as best as we can yeah but man being in that room like hearing like the crowd around the finals table like cheer for like a daddy of aid roller or something like that's that's energy you can't be replicated online yeah uh, absolutely and yes and do remember that like it, you go back and listen to some of our old old uh old tournament games like there's gonna be crowd noise and all that a proper a proper uh you know game time environment uh, it's not it a true be... event unless you hear zach matthews yell from across the room nice yeah <laughs> and you know chilling guy chilling guy being you know talking about the strategy of wearing a mask you know people do wear you know sometimes facial expressions now you can you can hide those at least a little better now if you got something on your face all right it's always oh, been yeah, about the eyes Vegas. it's the eyes yeah. sunglasses yeah i mean like <laughs> you need to wear like a ski mask and sunglasses or something <laughs> <laughs> and a straight jacket too cuz he he fiddles also i do i do <laughs> love it all right so uh, super super excited about that is there anything else about lvo uh in terms of list building that you guys want to talk about um, I have some stuff. It, we're, we're, this is basically we're on the path to LVO for the next couple of weeks. We're going to be hitting things about it. So about you know some of the lists that we look take a look at today. Anything before uh, before we head out? I mean, do we want to discuss if you were to pl if each of us were to plan against something? What would be your one of your highest priorities when list building to consider what you might be facing? Or are we going to go through in a week or two about what what we think is going to show up? Uh, let's, let's hold off for that one. Let's hold off for that one. I think that's a good discussion. Uh, it's a good discussion for next week. It's, it's almost already 10. Uh, we're yeah. going to call it, call it for today, but I will say, uh, my, it, go ahead. Uh, my only thing, uh, we, me and Ryan were talking about a little bit beforehand, but I wanted to know your guys' official opinions on the new tractor change. Uh, the honestly a lot of the ban lists we didn't see competitively outside of maybe supernatural reflexes uh Sense. so i'm not i don't think that's too big of a change uh to me uh i think tractor is is a pretty big change for the token itself where you can't be moved onto an obstacle to prevent shots uh is that is that something that people should still be looking into? Should you wait until the cannon costs cheaper, potentially? Wait, like uh, the, the things that tractor go down in price. Uh, is that a factor at all? I mean, tractor really wasn't uh, a thing anyway. Hasn't mm. been for a long time. 
So I, I don't think that changes anything. It, it, it goes from rarely played to still rarely played. Still maybe, very niche. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, I mean... I don't know. We saw Shadow Quad around? Jumpers. Yeah. Is the Shadowcaster allowed? Like, maybe? Uh, no. Nope. No, no. So, it's I not mean, legal. I don't know. Illegal. Yeah, the only way to apply the tractor token right now is tractor beam and ensnare actually would be legal wouldn't it since there is legal. sure would yeah. <laughs> in this in the in black box ensnare is absolutely legal is tugboats I mean, are around i think no box if it hasn't been re-released in second edition it's not there mm-hmm all right. So it, it sounds like a resounding like n n no, the nah. non-factor tractor. Don't worry about it. I think the most exciting thing, uh, the the rock changes. Oh man, I'm so excited for somebody to hit a rock and kill themselves. <laughs> guaranteed damage <laughs> and rolling. Uh, now now, now yeah. quick draw's got a guaranteed damage if she if if she wants it. Ooh, that's oh, that's true. Quick draw, watch out. Quick draw's being in rocks. Yeah. Ooh, and can take yeah. an action afterwards. Well, you, well, I guess you lose your shield, yeah. then you get to well, take you an lose action. Your right? shield, then you have to shoot, then you get your action. Yeah. Um, right, right. Just you wait. Interesting. We're all used to be concerned a little bit about that. Oh, he rolled the crit over the debris. That's so sad. Roll that crit over a cloud with a bigger medium pace. <laughs> sad. <laughs> you feel real sad. Uh, first time caller said, have you tried out the LVO rules on a Wednesday yet? We have not because we've been focusing on the jank tank and, uh, and documenting our, uh, you know, that event that we have going on right now. But trust me, we got, we have plenty, plenty of standard to come when standard is here. Uh, so, so we'll, we will do that when we we'll cross the bridge when we get there soon, very, very soon. All right, everybody. Well, that's it for today. I know a little bit of a shorter one, but uh, I'm just I'm excited for this. We're going to be taking a look some more deeper dives into lists over the next couple of weeks. Uh, if you want to submit a list for us to take a peek at, uh, go ahead, go to our Discord, go to the list of the week section, and uh, under announcements, there is a link to this builder specifically, the uh, the one for the las vegas open so you could start kind of messing around and thinking about standard uh, all gold squadron events after you know once we get them going they're all going to be in the standard format so uh, more to come there and starting to get time to get practicing and list building all right for everybody here at gold squadron be smart be safe gold squadron out